This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And last night on Facebook Live, huge success. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. My beer gut. Yeah, you want to touch it. I'm on the road and stone and Jim Dad Bod Pageant. Our Dad Bod Pageant exceeded expectations. It was all dad and no dud. <laughs> it really was. Ten contestants, every single one of them brought it, Jim. Yeah, not a weak link in the chain. A lot of variety, too. I mean... I just pictured a lot of denim short shorts going into this, but all the outfits were different. All the talents were different. It was amazing. Multiple costume changes in yes. some in some situations, and uh, just a great representation of the Taz and Jim listening area, from St. Catharines to Brantford to Hamilton to Kitchener to London. Like these guys were were great. Shout out to everybody who took part last night. We need to congratulate our winners. Jim, you want to announce the guys who won here? I, I have the clip from last night. If you want me to just play it, Taz, you announce it right in here. Sure. All right. Congratulations. The judges have chosen as Mr. Dad Bod 2021. We've got Josh and Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, how does it feel to be named Mr. Dad by we 2021? We worked hard on this. We've been working on our uh, physiques here for a little bit. And all of our outfits and all of our planning. It, oh, man, it's paid it's off. Paid off. Yeah. But, oh, thank you, man. Honestly, <laughs> See, I, we, we, we couldn't have done it without our kids and our wives being insanely supportive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had our uh, fitness coach come over today, help us out with a synchronizing <laughs> swimming. Our buddy Jake and Furious. He's awesome. Thanks, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Yeah, and that hard work paid off. I think the uh, the routine, they did a synchronized swimming routine in an above-ground pool, and it really is what won the judges over. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we got to give a shout-out to the guy who's been wearing the sash for the past year. Derek Smith from Hamilton, Ontario. This guy has been a great ambassador for the Dad Bod pageant, for the Taz and Jim show, and, and just for dads everywhere. He he has owned it, Jim. He was across Ontario, every landmark, every place you could imagine this guy could have went to, he went. Like in front of every, like the big nickel, the big apple, uh-huh. on the, you know, heading and up north. And shirtless with just the sash and a crown on and always, all the pictures. Always. Like I think he was wearing that everywhere. Those are only the, only the pictures we saw, but he must have been walking around for hours every day like that yeah he joined us last night as one of the judges for the dad bod pageant and we asked him about all of his travels <laughs> man i was everywhere boys oh you got your jab with the uh, sash on right. <laughs> I did, man. that's a great story so i when i went to get the jab i, I walked in and i had uh, i had the crown on but i had a, a full um sweater over it so i walked in there's like no they probably have a drag on day so uh, I walked in and they said, uh, one lady says, what's with the crown? There's like seven or eight nurses standing there at the time. What's with the crown? So I stood up. I was like, 
Well, ladies, today, and I said do the zipper, you are vaccinating Mr. Dad Bod 2020. Shut your mouth. They had a riot, man. They, they, it was just a lot of fun. And they're like, like security, security. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jim, I was also very impressed by your skills. You showed off your new talent. If you listen to the show, you know Jim's been taking piano lessons, and you wrote a song for the dads. You have that there? Yep. Okay, this is for all the dad bods out there. Hey there, dad bod, look at you. Looking like you're ready to screw The dryer vent into the wall You're the dad with the biggest balls That you hung from the Christmas tree last year After you crushed 11 beer Bugs that had got into the home After you were nailing mom's picture frame to the stud Hey there dad, that's some hot buns you got barbecuing on the barbecue. Hey there, Dad Bod, look at you. Look out, Elton John. I'm coming for you, Elton. Taz and Jim, Dad Bod pageant. You can watch the entire thing on Facebook right now. Tensions at an all-time high. And apparently, physical altercations at golf courses are on the rise, Jim. Mm. Which is why we've got a new segment on the Taz and Jim show called Golf Fights. You got to give me a fight. Why don't you just let me be? Finish Yeah. Flawless victory. I'm a Let's start with this one. we got a couple golf fight stories for you. A man in Florida has been arrested. He's being accused of beating another man with a golf club because he was told that the course he was at was closing for the day. It was time to shut her down. He didn't like that news. Here's one of the employees explaining exactly how things went down. The guy who beat him told him he would kill him and reached behind him, grabbed a club, a driver, out of his bag and with one hard blow on the back of the head knocked him to the ground hmm. is that the right club selection <laughs> i would have picked the four iron to be honest that's not cool man yeah what is that i wonder if the attacker was having the greatest round of golf of his life or the worst round of golf of his life like why was he so upset to stop uh, the course was closing down and uh, the guy is going to be okay. The guy that got hit with a golf club, that's the good news. The bad news is he was so shaken up by it, he said, forget this, and he's quit his job at the golf course. What? Yeah. He's like, I don't want to deal with these golfers anymore. I thought it was a kind of a pl- like a pleasant place, most golf courses. Well, it is till you get hit in the back of the head with a driver on purpose. <laughs> oh, once every five years you get hit in the head with a club. Collateral damage. You've got a golf fight story there, Jim. Yeah, this is almost pro golf. I mean, these guys are qualifying for uh, the Wichita Open on the Corn Ferry Tour. I don't know exactly how professional this is, but these guys are qualifying for the tour, basically. This is their big break. Uh, So a fight broke out after uh, these two guys are paired up. The one guy's dad was his caddy. And the guy who didn't have the dad as a caddy kept on hitting his balls into the rough and, you know, having trouble finding them. And so they're kind of losing pace on the group ahead of them. 
So the guy who wasn't golfing so well says, hey, if we give equal effort, this is a quote from the story, if we give equal effort looking for balls and picking up flag sticks, we might catch up. That's when the, the caddy father says, I'm not here to look for your balls. Just hit it straighter and hit it on the green. And so Uh-oh. the bad golfer didn't like that. So he pushes the dad. The son says, not on my watch. He jumps on the other golfer, wrestles him to the ground, starts punching him in the face. And this is a direct quote from the police. He, quote, held the victim down until he said uncle and then released him. <laughs> Which is pretty cordial to me, especially considering the guy who got kicked out of the tournament. One guy was allowed to stay. The other guy was kicked out. The guy who pushed the father initially was allowed to finish the tournament. He shot 79, didn't didn't qualify. But the guy who's defended his father and forced the guy to say uncle got kicked out. That's not a bad strategy then. If you're losing a golf tournament, just push the guy's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Works out. Yeah. If you're playing around this weekend, watch out and don't get in a golf fight. It's Euro 2020 or 2021, whatever. Big tournament going on, and we've got our Euro correspondent, Martin Butler. Butler's joining us. Hey, man. Good morning, boys. I figured, uh, I figured you'd drop me based on the state of my predictions this week. I, I couldn't pick my nose if I tried this week, I don't think. <laughs> awful, awful. Has there been a lot of upsets, a lot of surprises, or is there, like, are no. a lot of analysts wrong? <laughs> no, I think, I think it's just I don't know what I'm talking about, maybe. <laughs> Well, we don't know anyone else who has the accent, so we we're, we can't drop you. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's been no big surprises, really. Like I thought Denmark might take Belgium yesterday, but uh, half time they brought on their talisman and he completely changed the game. And uh, yeah, they, they they walked over them, showing a bit of class. Um, the Italians again won three nothing. I I still think they're the team to beat for the tournament. They look really really good. That uh, Denmark-Belgium game, Denmark is the team, we were talking about this earlier in the week, uh, last weekend, one of their star player had a cardiac arrest on the field, he went down and had to be revived live on television, it was very emotional, and did you see the little production piece they ran before the game with like the heartbeat in the background? Uh, about that player going down. I was watching this thing, and I had tears rolling down my face, man. It it was pretty yeah. intense. I, I didn't catch I didn't catch all the stuff before the game. I, I saw the, the you know the the break in play at ten minutes to to applaud him, which eh, you know I, I find that uh, a bit contrived. But all the stuff they did before, I thought you know th- there's been you know overwhelming support from the whole football community. It's been fantastic, really. What's the guy's name again? Christian Eriksson. Eriksson, that's right. And he's he's doing okay. He's been fitted with a pacemaker. This has got to be the end of his soccer career, though. You'd think so at 29. Like, he just won the Scudetto in Italy with uh, Inter Milan. But, yeah, at 29, you know, you would think he's still got a few years left in him. But uh, I don't think now. Like, he was fitted with uh, something to restart his heart if it stops, which is, you know, that's pretty serious. You're not going to be running around as an elite athlete with one of those uh, wired up to you. Yeah, I tried to go out yesterday. It was tough to find a, a patio that was open showing the Ukraine North Macedonia game. I guess. Really? I guess the North Macedonia breakfast crowd isn't paying the bills. <laughs> no, I don't think so. 
But it was good to see Ukraine. I just bought all these Ukrainian jerseys. It's good to see them win. I want them to get out of this stage. They're a good team. I, I think, you know, they go into the last game against um, Austria, and that's going to be a good game to watch. One of them has got to win, or, you know, it's, it's going to go down to uh, goal difference maybe, but we'll see. I, have, but I, don't, I don't think you'll see any empty patios today with England playing Scotland. I was going to say, I feel that you're, you're, you've got to be excited for 3 o'clock this afternoon, England and Scotland. Well, I'll be, I'll be punching my card at about 1 o'clock today, and then the, the beers will be flowing by about 2, and then by about you know, 5 o'clock we'll be celebrating victory over the Scots. I did go have some Portuguese beers and watched uh, Ronaldo score a couple goals to become the all-time leader in the tournament for goals scored. Um, Portugal-Germany is a big game tomorrow at 12. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, I've been wrong so far, and I've been the kiss of death, so um, maybe Portugal will upset them. I know Germany were very, you know, the game against France was very tight. They were unlucky to lose, I thought, but it's, you know, anything can happen in that group, anything. So, you know, maybe Ronaldo will uh, step it up again, but the guy's got so many gears, you know, you have to applaud him. I, I still think he's better than Messi, but I think he's probably one of the best players of all time. Butler's sure bet of the weekend, though, is you won't see Ronaldo drinking a Coca-Cola after the game. <laughs> what was that all about? What was that all about? He doesn't you know, like Coke. I was thinking about it. Like, at least Coke sells water. They got Dasani. Imagine if he said drink Pepsi or something. Else. Like, <laughs> right. It could have been a lot worse for Coca-Cola. Yeah, they lost $4 billion in market share just because he did that, apparently. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's a lot of bottles of Coca-Cola. Okay, enjoy the football this weekend. Butler will check back in next week with Euro 2021. Happy Father's Day. You're listening to Taz and Jim. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. I love you, Dad. I love you, Dad, is the game. Our contestant is Dave. Hey, Dave, you ready for this? Hey. We're going to call your dad Henry here. Sounds good. Okay. You got a good relationship with Pops? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What do you two like to do together? Uh, we do a lot of fishing and stuff. You know, uh, sit in his garage drinking beers. <laughs> How many beers do you have to have usually before you tell him you love him? Oh, I, uh, I tell him once in a while over the phone, you know, when we're, when we're talking and stuff. Do you think yeah. you've ever said it five times during one phone call? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> so Henry might think something's up here. Let's give him a call. You can't mention that you're on the radio or this is a contest. Just have a regular com- nope. conversation and work I love you into it five times. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hello. Hey, Dad. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm just on my way into work. I, uh... Thought I'd call and tell you I love you. Oh, I saw that pup on Facebook. You saw what on Facebook? That pup you got. Oh, no. Oh. Was that you? No, it wasn't you. No, that wasn't me. Oh, who um, was it? Oh, yeah, I just, What's up? you know, with the wedding coming up and everything, I thought I'd tell you I love you and appreciate oh. everything you've done, you know, lately. And no, no problem. What are you Dave. doing this weekend? Uh, yeah, you know. What are you doing this weekend? You want to go fishing? I'll probably be hanging out here most of the time. Well, Sunday I can't because I imagine uh, oh, somebody's going to come down Sunday. I imagine you're going to come down Sunday and stuff like that. 
I could come down Sunday. I love you. I love you too, kid. Everything all, all right. right? Well, oh yeah. Okay. You know, I'm just again just calling to tell you I love you. You know, okay. hanging out. Yeah, love you too. On my way to work and just having a great day. Good. Yeah. Good. But if uh, if you're going to be around Sunday, I'll swing by and we'll have a beer or two in the garage. Sure, I'll be here Sunday. Don't you worry. All right, Dad. Love you. Okay. Love you too, kid. You have a good day. Hey, Henry. Hello. Hey, we love you too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you yeah. worried? Are you worried about your son? Is this weird that he's calling you and saying I love you so many times? Yeah, seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> One a.m. maybe makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you think maybe it's a radio <laughs> contest and you're live with Taz and Jim right now? Probably, okay. <laughs> Taz and Jim? Yeah, how yeah. you doing? Happy Father's yeah. Day. How are you? Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, your son, Dave, does love you so much he wanted to win you $100 in Lotto Max tickets, and he's just done it, okay? Well, thank you very kindly. Okay, Henry, have a great weekend fishing or whatever you're doing, drinking in the garage, and uh, if you become a millionaire, you got to share it with your kid, okay? No problem. Anything you want to say before we let your dad go here, Dave? No, it's all good. <laughs> Love you, kid. I still love you. This has been I Love You, Dad. Puppy update, Jim. How's little Murphy doing? Growing quick? Murphy's doing great. I oh my god I'm so in love with our dog I've never had like a puppy before it just I you know I love my dog Bruce already uh, but I never had a dog as a puppy yeah Bruce was fully grown when he came into your family yeah uh, Sarah moved into your house and yeah. and brought Bruce as part of the deal and you and Bruce bonded instantly big time but it's different when you you have something from the start of its life. Mm-hmm. And just the pictures you posted online, you almost broke the internet with <laughs> Murphy's little puppy dog eyes there. Sure. I, uh, later, I will be posting a montage to Murphy. If you want to see it, I, I've been, I've been like, honestly, I feel like we filled up the cloud. Not just our cloud. The whole cloud is full of our dog's pictures. Like, I can't believe how <laughs> pathetic I've turned into like a pageant mom with You've my cell phone into out. Me. Yeah. Remember I, when I had my kids and I started showing you pictures and you'd roll your eyes? You're like, oh God, not another picture of your kids, <laughs> Taz. I know. This is you and your dog now. I know, but I had, to, I've had to slap my hand from like posting on Instagram and annoying people, but, um, yeah, I just want to do like a montage to because the people are like, hey, I want to see pictures of the dog now. But yeah. yeah, it's amazing. I never want her to get bigger. I think people like dog pictures better than kid pictures. Maybe. That may be true. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but everybody I think it's dogs. babies all look the same. But, yeah, that's true. But puppies, you got so many different breeds and varieties. Yeah. They all look a little bit different. And then some, and everybody loves puppy pictures, but then like some single people see baby pictures and it makes them bitter. You know, there's a lot of like emotions going around baby pictures as well. Puppies is free game. Nobody likes cat pictures though. Mm-mm, no thanks. <laughs> Not even cats. They don't want them taken. Yeah. Cats have no interest in, in anything you do. <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait to meet the dog in real life. I, I was at the store the other day and I almost bought a present for Murphy. Really? but. 
I wasn't sure if it's something you'd want in your house. It was a little squeaky toy, and I thought it might annoy you. Oh. Are um, you okay, squeak, squeaky toy, or would you rather a toy that does not make any noise? No, I, I like the squeaky toy because it's like a cowbell almost around the cow's neck, and then you can always tra- track it down. You know where down, she is. Especially as a puppy. Like, she's now, I found her sleeping under the couch yesterday. Like, I, <laughs> she's so small. She gets in everywhere, so. Yeah. You're looking all over the down, place? Yeah. Well, she had a squeaky taco that she could chew on. We already have a squeaky hot dog. We would love a squeaky taco. Okay, good. Squeaky taco. I know where to buy one. Look at you. Old dog dad Jim. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. It's pretty cute. Your dog is adorable. Okay, so are you going to post that montage on the Taz and Jim Facebook page? I will, yeah, absolutely. I think you should. Tonight. I want to see you peacock, cock, you peacock. Let's do sports here. We are joined by our sports guy from Global News Radio. It's Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Jim Kelly, you got your uh, your vaccination yesterday. You got mm-hmm. the jab. Yep. Feeling okay? Feel a little. I don't know. I, I can't tell because we did have some beers last night. I don't know what's what. Yeah, you had some beers and you got up at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling a little groggy, a little tired? Something. Good news is if you're an NFL player, you'd be able to hang out with your teammates. Yeah, Cole Beasley is upset with the NFL and the NFLPA right now because they have uh, released their updated protocols for COVID-19 for the upcoming uh, training camp and preseason. And uh, for fully vaccinated players, there's no daily testing. Masks are not required. You don't have to physically distance. Uh, There are no travel restrictions. There's no capacity limits in weight rooms. But if you're not vaccinated, like Cole Beasley, uh, you have to be tested every day. You have to wear a mask. You must be distant from uh, your uh, teammates. You must quarantine if there's a high-risk exposure in your life. There are limits uh, as to how many people you can be around. The things we've been living with for the past year and a half, and he's upset by this, which to me is surprising because look around in the rest of the world. How is the NFL really any different than what the CDC started advising people back in March? This is one of the reasons why I would advise people get uh, vaccinated. If not, then you might have to deal with uh, a few more um, difficulties in life because you're not vaccinated. Absolutely your choice to get vaccinated or not to get vaccinated, but you got to remember it's your choice to deal with the consequences of your decisions. Yeah, and it's the choice of the NFL, the NFLPA uh, teams to decide to to proceed how they want to with vaccinated and unvaccinated uh, people. (laughs) Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, also has not got vaccinated. I was a little surprised uh, by his reasoning. He is saying... He doesn't have enough information yet, which to me is like, if you don't want to get the vaccine, I don't agree with it, but that's your choice. I don't know how you can't have enough information about the vaccine at this point. If you want it. Um, I do find it kind of ironic, though. We're talking about football. And this guy is being told he needs to socially distance from his team. But then every Thursday and Sunday, he's going out on the field and he's basically getting in a big pile of men who are vaccinated and aren't vaccinated, can you not catch a COVID in a huddle or at the bottom of a pile? Well, I will say for the uh, for the fully vaccinated, I'm a bit surprised the NFL is not going to have daily testing of players. You can still get COVID if you've been vaccinated. The goal of the vaccines is to lessen the severity. So death, serious hospitalization, or ICU. It's not to prevent it entirely 
from you getting it. So I, if I were the NFL, I would still be doing daily testing just so you know what sort of COVID activity you do have at your facilities. But that's their decision, and uh, they didn't ask me for my opinion. Well, I guess we called you, so we did ask for your opinion, Dev. <laughs> and you're going to keep getting it. Jim, you got your vaccine yesterday. Mm-hmm. Got the old pokeroonie. Went to the Optimus Center, which is like a, a, a an arena, essentially. In London, yeah. So there was like a ton of people that they could fit in there at one time. So the way they set it up is like you go through the front desk, you give them your information, then you sit down at a chair on the arena floor, like the ice pad, and wait for your turn to go up. And all the chairs are six feet apart from each other to keep the social distancing thing going. So there's one lady who was just directly to my right, six feet away, and she was kind of audibly getting annoyed at the process and how long it was taking. So she's talking to herself what I thought. Uh, she's going, oh, what? when is this? Is that? Why are they going now? Why are they? I'm like, who is this lady talking to? <laughs> and, and then I realized that her husband is not near her, not beside her. He's two seats ahead of her. There's a stranger in between them, so he can't quite hear and then at one point... A yeah, couple, so they're six feet apart. He's about so he's 12, 12 feet, feet away from her. Now he's 12 feet. Yeah. So a couple who was sitting beside each other, essentially, they went up together to the nurse at the same time. So this lady goes, Hey, they're going. maybe we can go up together. And the husband goes, What? So the lady in between goes, She says, maybe you can go up together. And then, and then he goes, Oh, yeah, maybe. And then the wife says, What? And so the stranger in the middle goes, he, he said, he said, yeah, maybe. And then the, the wife says, yeah, maybe, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if I left you behind. And the, and the, and the husband goes, what? And the lady in the middle goes, he says it, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if she left you behind. <laughs> and the husband goes, yeah, well, that makes two of us. And then the wife goes, what? And the lady in between says, that makes two of you. <laughs> She's translating the argument in the middle of the arena. <laughs> Uh, and that was before the jab. That was before. So I said I I went up before them. I wonder. I wonder if they went up tandem. Uh huh. But it was just like your t- classic bickering. You know, they must. It must be that couple that just bickers for fun all the time. But the lady caught in the middle was very confused. Yeah, the husband probably could hear what the wife was saying, and just chose not to respond. Yeah, years of training. Uh huh. Like a Se- monk. Selective hearing is one of the <laughs> side effects of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Which one did you get? Uh, Pfizer. Ooh, la di da. Pfizer. <laughs> I don't know. Is it supposed to be a good one? There, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think AstraZeneca is the not, the one you don't want. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> at this point, A Z. See you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're feeling okay today? Your arm a little bit sore? Arm a little sore? Yeah, I think I you know had a few beers last night, so I can't tell what what's up, but. Uh... <laughs> I'm fine. You don't know what you put in your body that's causing <laughs> you to be a little groggy this morning, yeah. but you're glad it's Friday and you're going to get some rest later. It's true. What? <laughs> I said it's true! Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> if you're looking to get Dad a gift for Father's Day, here's a list of things that dads actually want. A bunch of uh, dads were polled. They say they would like... To do something special with the family, like going on a hike or going to a pool. That's number one this year, spending time with the family, which Mm. is surprising given all the family time that a lot of dads have gotten over the past year. 
Not necessarily. If you, I mean, if you live with your dad, then yeah. But True. if you've moved out, then absolutely not. Yeah, for sure. A card is number two. We got clothes, something homemade always goes over well, especially dads of young kids. Tools are a good go-to. Electronics. Dads love electronics. Definitely. Just uh, not as long as it's not too fancy new for my dad. He loves like 10-year-old electronics that are in good shape. I got my dad a Betamax. He's going to love it. (laughs) Got my dad a GPS for his car. Something related to one of their hobbies. That's a good gift for dad. A gift certificate for something fun. Uh, The opposite of spending time with the family. Give your dad the day to himself. Depending on your situation, that might be the best best gift that you can give dad this year. Mm-hmm. And it's always on the list. If you uh, don't have any other ideas, you can always buy your daddy some booze. <laughs> well, Father's Day is almost here. The only gift daddy wants is beer. So please, kid, get mommy to buy me some booze. Well, let you do a thing if you buy your daddy some booze. Well, I don't need a card. Your handwriting sucks. Lottery tickets don't bring me no luck. And a round of golf is just an excuse to go outside and drink some booze. Why don't you pick up on all of these clues? Cut out the middleman and buy your daddy some booze. Ladies and gentlemen, world champion Elvis impersonator, Tim E. It was a hot summer night in 85 The only reason that you're alive Daddy got drunk and went to the bar And got your mom in the back of his car So please, kids, buy your daddy some booze I don't want a new time, just buy your daddy some booze King, I bet there's some pretty bad Father's Day gifts that are going to be given on Sunday. Man, I remember one year, man, Lisa Marie gave me a macaroni necklace. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Lisa Marie, come on. There's only one thing daddies want for Father's Day. Well, Father's Day is almost here. The only gift daddy wants is beer. So please get, get mommy to buy me some booze. I'll let you do anything if you buy your daddy some booze. Take it, Tim. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.